to the writings of her podcast. Here we'll share the journeys and endeavors of life and how to overcome obstacles, how to be transparent in confronting our pain, some pain and joys we'll even walk through together. So grab your coffee, start your car, and get ready for a smooth and possibly bumpy ride. All are welcome, all are flawed, and all are overcomers. This is episode two of The Domino Effect. In this episode, we'll cover the different phases of grief, the memory of my amazing mother, and a lot more. (laughs) Hi, family! (laughs) It has been a minute! Sorry, I was clapping, you know, doing a little ghetto thing. Oh my goodness! First of all, I want to say thanks to my amazing listeners (laughs) Ah, for just staying on me. You know, the, the messages, the inboxes, the emails... I really appreciate it. I'm thankful for you guys. Um, But I will say that I apologize that it's been quite a minute. But your girl is finally done with school. (laughs) Yes! Yes, yes, yes. I am beyond excited. I'm actually extending my program. So I graduate this year and then I extend my program and graduate again next year. So that is where my time has been well spent. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't want to hold you guys up. I do want to say thank you for listening. To those that are new, please start from the beginning and just check it out so you're not left behind. Of course, this is the second episode of The Domino Effect. In the first episode, we talked about my tumor and uh, my eyesight and how, you know, everything that I overcame. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the second, you know, life-changing event that happened in my life. Um, And it was the death of my mother my angel come on sing it with me one more time oh angel yes (laughs) all right guys let's get to it so my mom's name is angel and we're gonna talk about her and her journey her life um her death and how it affected me how i overcame a couple of things and just how i'm dealing with it um I will say to those that have lost someone special, I definitely know the feeling, I know (laughs) the challenges, I know it all. So I'm basically here to talk to you guys about how I'm getting through it because I'm still having my days. It has gotten better, but it has been challenging. So yeah, let's dig right into it. Um, No, you know what, before we do it. (laughs) So I, it took me a while to listen to that song by Anita Baker called Angel. Just because it just, everything about it reminded me of my mother and it took me a minute. But now I listen to it and I just smile, you know, but anyway, all right. So guys, let's talk about grief. Let's talk about grief. When I say grief, what comes to mind when you think about grief? Hmm. Sorrow, misery, sadness, pain, distress, agony, trouble, annoyance, bother, irritation, all of that believe it or not I have dealt with every single one of those words it has been the great it has been (laughs) the grace of God that I am still here today I have never really been a suicidal person but I have had those questions to where I was like okay God I don't understand like what am I here for like what's my purpose now like who goes on in life without a mother you know I never understood it but thankfully I have been covered (laughs) um just to reassure and restore my mind daily um 
but yeah guys they say that there are seven stages of grief um number one being disbelief and shock number two being denial number three being guilt and pain number four they call it bargaining and i'll talk about that when we get to it um number five is anger number six is depression and number seven is acceptance so let's um chat a little bit um I want to say that uh, grief is definitely a challenging thing to overcome. I feel like it comes in waves. You know, for example, I'm just going to give you guys a few waves that I've dealt with grief. And I didn't even know it was grief until I really dig into it. Of course, I um, in um, one of our first series, we talked about self-love and how um, don't be afraid to talk to a therapist. Don't be afraid of counseling. And after my mother passed, that was something that I definitely seeked. And um, in order for me to get through some things, I had to release some things. And uh, with that being said, I wanted to share some of the ways that grief came, snuck up on me, I guess you could say. Um, So one of them, me and my sister, uh, we actually experienced together. Uh, My older sister, we um, were just surrounded by some friends. And um, I know one of the friends were, they had a kind of engaging conversation with their mother and they were going tit for tat and then you know they came over to us and was just ranting about how you know their mom was annoying and you know you know stuff like that and of course we all have those episodes you know or we all have those thoughts of, you know just being like overwhelmed with our parents um and it's funny because my sister and I we both kind of like made eye contact and uh, was like yeah we're good on this and I think I had to remove myself because it wasn't so much um let's see I don't know how to say it I don't want to say it was it definitely wasn't jealousy let's clear that up I don't think I have a jealous bone in my body because you know I'm grateful for who I am I don't think I need anything of anyone else's um but I will say that it was just a moment of okay your parent is here so I you know it was just one of those moments to where I guess you could say it was one of those phases of anger like you know I used to I didn't understand how you know people could complain when they had their mom like your mom is here cherish that my mom is not here so I don't have the time to complain about my mom because she's not here you get what I'm saying so I had to deal with that and so I would you know just remove myself from the situation and I would reach out to my sister like hey am I wrong like did you feel that and we would feel the same way so then I would just pray that God would give me clarity within my mind so that I wouldn't see people you know in the red zone like ah you know I didn't want to be that type of person but that was me dealing with grief that was me releasing anger in the way that I probably should not have but I did and it was like I was I I didn't want to lash out but that phase will cause us to lash out at the ones around at the ones around us and it's like an unwarranted reaction because we feel helpless you get what I'm saying? Like, and it's not to blame someone for my mother's death, but it, it it puts a strain when people don't take into consideration. And I'm not saying stop everything because I lost my mother. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I, you know, I hope you guys, for those of you that have dealt with it, I hope you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> but anger, so I guess that would be number five in the anger department that I had to deal with. That definitely snuck up on me. Another thing. <laughs> so 
um i know most of you guys most of my listeners i know they know me personally and uh some of you guys might not but i'm gonna share this i have a lot of siblings there i believe there's seven of us there's two boys and i think five girls um and three of my sisters we share different mothers so i currently live with one of the sisters and we have different moms we have the same father different moms her mom is alive and well my mom of course is not here so with me and this sister living together um you know her mom would come over and you know you know visit and whatnot and of course <laughs> It took, it took a couple of visitations for me to understand. I'm okay, first let me tell you guys what I would do. So her mom would come over and I would kind of like just stay to myself. I would shut my room door and, and I would kind of like cry a little. I would cry and I would write. Um, and every time it happened, I would always start the journal entry off with why. <laughs> I don't know why I was actually going through it a couple days ago and I realized that and I would always start it off with why and um the journal entries were basically conversations with God and I had to um I know one time I had to just distance myself and take a drive because I know that if my mom was alive and well she would be here she would be over here oh my god let me decorate this you need some rugs you need some towels you know that's my mom she was a giver like she cared about her kids so much and i don't want to listen guys i might need a couple of minutes but uh, oh my god she was just a mother of she just had a big heart my mom had an amazing heart and sorry y'all i know y'all hear my voice changing (laughs) but I, it, it just shook me to the core that, you know, my sister, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't upset with my sister. I wasn't upset with my sister's mom. This was just me dealing with grief. I would, you know, watch her do things for my sister. And, and as old as I am, you know, I didn't feel, I mean, maybe it was just a feeling of neglect. Maybe that was it. Now that I'm talking about it, it was just a feeling of neglect. Like I would call my grandmother you know crying and stuff like that and I would just say how you know I would just miss my mom I would call my sister and tell her about it I'm like I just had to take a drive because I miss mom and I know if she was here that she would do these things so that was another way that I realized grief snuck up on me because I was doing good those days I was fine of course I think about my mom all the time but I didn't you know have breakdowns in those moments it wouldn't happen until you know my sister's mom would come and then I would just all of a sudden miss my mom which I guess is a natural instinct or a natural reaction for me to have but I didn't expect grief to sneak up on me in the way that it did so that was another way and then oh and then the final okay not so much the final but these are just three ways so let me tell <laughs> let me tell you about this one now I didn't want to I know with you guys I'm very transparent and there's some things that I'm still not ready to share with you guys but I will say that, um, sorry, I feel like I'm yelling. (laughs) Oh, so this next way that grief snuck up on me, I just, listen, I'm gonna just tell y'all the story. (laughs) So God placed this man in my life. I know, right, y'all? I was trying trying to wait. Sorry. I was trying to wait to talk about relationships because you know the next episode is about relationships and stuff but 
Oof, God sent me this man, right? God sent this on. God placed this man in my life. I met this guy and um, we had so much in common. It was scary. It was very scary. I have never in my life met a man like him, right? Everything about him was just great. It was great. It was amazing. Like, it was good. But, you know, things got things got good. Things were getting good. And, of course, I was getting a little scared. But here's the part. This is the area in which I uh, kind of, like, found the grief that was sneaking up on me. So, and you know what? I don't necessarily have an excuse. And you know why? Because his mom passed, too. But everybody handles grief different. So maybe I was expecting him to understand, but maybe he didn't understand because he had, he didn't deal with this certain phase of grief yet. You get what I'm saying? So, okay, let me just slow down because I feel like I don't want to get y'all confused. So met this guy, um, I want to say like eight months in or whatever, eight months into, uh, and then, okay, so sorry, y'all, I'm getting a little... <laughs> Luster. Let me slow down. I'm trying to take some breaths, y'all. I'm just getting, it's like I'm getting excited, but I'm not getting excited. <laughs> alright, 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 alright. So, it was a point in life. It was a point in life. There was this point where he would show traits that reminded me of my mother. And it scared the crap out of me. Let me explain. My mom knew things about me that nobody else knew this man <laughs> knew things about me that no one else knew my mom I was able to tell her secrets without her being judgmental without her you know going around and spreading them without her she just kept them hidden in her heart this man, I was able to go to him with every need, every concern, every doubt, everything. I was able to do that with him. And it was just like every single thing. I don't understand how it just, it was just so many different traits. And I just was like, wait a second. I don't understand. Like, it was just like all these traits. And I just kept thinking, it just reverted me back to my mom. Now, mind you this man is is just I don't know what I don't know if God was trying to show me something I didn't understand it so at the time I was getting scared because it was like my mom was gone and it was like with this man having so much in common with myself and sharing all these traits that reminded me of my mom I was just overwhelmed like I didn't know what to do so of course I pushed him away and I realized when I was I was sharing these things with um, my uh, in like a counseling session or a therapy session or whatever, and I realized that this was grief. But what I should have done was communicated my grief in a different form. But with me being overwhelmed, I just didn't even know how to communicate it. I didn't know how to share it. I didn't know how to, you know, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. So I, I was just confused. I, I want to say that with that being said, grief was just different for me. It was different. I didn't know how to communicate my feelings, communicate my thoughts. So grief affected me in different areas of my life. 
So I remember one time my mother was uh, sick and uh, I was in school. This was the first time I started going to culinary school and she was sick and I was just like failing this class. So I ended up having to like, so I ended up having to retake the class and then the next semester was when my mom passed. So I had to just take that whole semester off. After my mom passed, the school ended up closing and I'm just like it was one thing after another and I'm like seriously so it was just like everything was just affecting me and I want to say to you guys when when you lose someone you have to deal with these things and you know, of course you guys know by now I like the whole stuff in and I know it's not the best thing to do but that used to be like lately I've been doing good but I feel like one thing we need to learn how to do when dealing with grief is to release things it's not good mentally to hold things in it's just not the best thing to do so I don't want to keep you guys I feel like I've been going for a minute now <laughs> but I've always um I don't want you guys to feel misunderstood when trying to share with somebody else and I'm not necessarily saying that you can only talk to those that have been in your shoes that's not true some people might understand of course you go like well this person don't understand but whether they lost a parent a sibling uh, a best friend, a significant other. So everybody has dealt with loss at a point in time of their life, but we all need to learn how to release it in the right way. Not out of anger, but if we do, we just, let's try to control it. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like I just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, I think it's very important for us to find someone to talk to, especially when dealing with grief. We have to. It took me a minute to accept the fact that my mom was no longer here. It took a really long time. And I still have my days to where, listen guys, <laughs> I'm 30, I'm, I'm single, and I don't have children. My mother isn't going to be here for that. And that's challenging to ex accept because, I mean, like... My kids aren't gonna have a grandmother you know so of course I have an amazing village and I'm praying that the man God sends in my life you know he would have I'm sure he would have an amazing village as well but that's things those are the things that I think about like my mom's not gonna be here to see that I graduate next month my mom's not here to see that and that was like one of her biggest things she cheered me on to just be successful be educational gain knowledge do these things so I deal with those things internally a lot because I know that my mom's not here to see it, but I know that she would be proud of me. But I just want to say to you guys, this was definitely an unexpected thing. Um, oh, I do want to say one more thing. I'm like totally off of my notes right now. I'm kind of vibing, but my mom's birthday is on Christmas, right? Um, and what I noticed with my mom's children, my siblings, is that my mom was the glue to keep us all together. She she used to do these um, sibling dates to where she would have us all get together. We would go out, go to like an arcade, or we would go bowling, we would go to dinner, and she would do this. And then we all started dating, so she would invite our significant others. So it would just be, you know, all of us, and we would bring our significant others, you know, blah, blah, blah. And my mom would just, you know, chill and talk to each. It was just, it was amazing. And my mom, she had traditions. Those were traditions to me. So she would have all these things that we would do. 
And after she passed, I noticed that things started to be different. And of course, I didn't think things would be the same, but it was like my youngest brother, he started his family, so that's where his focus is. My oldest sister, she got married, so that's where her focus is. My, my, um, he's still my younger brother, but he's like the big one. <laughs> he's, you know, trying to do things with his life, so that's where his focus is. And then there's me. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, I got things going for myself, but it's just like, mm. Like, I don't know. Like, I miss those traditions. And if my friend was on this podcast, she, she, she would definitely tell you guys that I have an obsession with wanting children. I, if you know me, you know I want children. But I really, really want children. Like, it's such an obsession. And it's not just because it's a, I don't know. It's not a phase. It's not. I want these things so that I could hold those traditions for my children that my mom held for me that's important to me like I want to carry those on that's why I want my own family you get what I'm saying but I still feel like with me not being married I still feel like in my mind my siblings and I should still be keeping those traditions going you get what I'm saying but I feel like because their priorities are where they should you know where they are which is not a bad thing it just leaves me to be like well dang I want to do this but it's just me you get what I'm saying so I feel like you know, I be talking to God about it, like, and I feel like I'm getting to where I need to be in life, but I definitely feel like things happen for a reason. Like me pushing that guy away, it gave me the opportunity to find things out about myself that were that were hindering me from being the best me that I was supposed to be. You get what I'm saying? So I kind of feel like maybe this is just the phase where God is just like, cleaning me out in the way mentally physically spiritually and restoring my soul and refreshing renewing my mind daily so that I could prepare myself for these blessings for these new doors that need to be open so that I can have those traditions you know with my family with my children but look y'all I'll be telling myself like God (laughs) listen if if God don't send a man my way by 30 33 34 I think I might have to you know go ahead and you know just start my own little family (laughs) like seriously like that's how bad like I just want but of course God's timing is the best timing so I'm not one to rush God I've learned that you know the hard way not to do that but I will say that I miss my mother in those ways like everything positive and then I'm gonna say one more thing and I'm gonna leave you guys (laughs) but um my mom's passing was definitely challenging everything happened so fast but I will say that her spirit definitely lives within me. I see her in my sister. I see her in my siblings. I see her in my uncle. You know, but it, it just, I definitely miss her. Um, I do these things called grief check. Um, recently, I started doing them to where if I have a moment to where I feel like I need to break down or I just start writing. I start communicating with God. I start talking. And then I would just, you know, call my friend or call my sister. I call my friend because I feel like they give me knowledge based on not necessarily being in my shoes, but they know what I've been through. And then I have my sister who's been through my shoes, but she sees it. Maybe she's going through a different phase than me and she she's past this phase so she can help me get through it. You know what I'm saying? So this podcast or this, I want to say this episode actually was just to help you guys know that you can get through these phases. They won't always stick with you. And I don't want you guys to be angry always. I don't want you guys to be depressed. I don't want you guys to feel denial or guilt or pain or what was it? Disbelief, shock. Um, the bargaining, the bargaining was basically, 
um, just like a negotiation phase um, where you need an emotional release, you know, from the shock and the pain of loss. So it just that phase kind of involves with wrestling with fate or the powers like I had to deal with was like, what was my purpose here? You get what I'm saying? So um, definitely deal with those phases, but don't deal with them alone. If you need a time, find don't dwell in your thoughts too much. Take a drive, go to the park, you know, water's my thing. So if I'm, you know, walking and I'm by water, it just cleanses my mind. It just gives me a fresh start. So I definitely want you guys to continue to pray, continue to stay steadfast and knowing that God will, God will provide, God will get you through these things. And I'm always here. You guys can email me. I'm going to, um, now that school, you know, <laughs> now that your girl is graduating, I can, um, definitely, um, try to figure out some um ways to uh communicate with you guys anonymously so that you guys don't have to put your business too much out there but yeah guys send me an email if you're going through if you guys just need to chat uh we'll figure that out but don't go through this by yourself get a therapist talk to a therapist talk to a family member um my family is definitely one of my biggest support systems so definitely find that find that that core you know, you're valued, you're enough, you're not to blame, you can cry, it's okay, but just know that I'm praying for you all, keep me in your prayers, and thank you guys for listening, I know y'all like, it's about time, I know, right, (laughs) but yeah, thank you guys for listening, thank you guys for listening to the journey of my amazing mother, I guess I will talk to you guys soon, and we'll talk about our last episode of the Domino Effect. All right, guys, have a good one. Have an amazing week, and don't forget to keep God first. Practice your self-love, and don't forget, of course, to release, evolve, and restore. Right? Heal. Look at me, guys. Heal. (laughs) All right, guys, don't forget to heal, evolve, and release. All right. (laughs) It's been too long. All right, guys, till next time. Bye.